It is Thursday, the 8th of June, 2017, and this is episode 311 of Digital Outbox. Hello, welcome to another episode of Digital Outbox. I am Chris uh and ian is with me as always good evening christopher well when i say as always you're not always with me you just no. happen to be when we well i might podcast. be in spirit you don't know yeah, i might, I might <laughs> be thinking about you all the time <laughs> i'm not a bit weird <laughs> should we should we do the news <laughs> well one important question have you voted i voted yes so good today night. is today is polling day and we've got to wait till 10 o'clock before they start speculating and then all night before we find out anything of actual interest. I'm just I'm just thinking back to the last the last the last three years. So Scottish independence voting, waking up and going, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Twenty fifteen yeah. and waking up and going, that ain't so great. You know, and, mm-hmm. and twenty sixteen and going, Oh my good God. <laughs> oh my goodness. And now we've got twenty seventeen. Yes, it's been a fair run of votes for us all. Are you gonna are you gonna stick up for the long one or are you just gonna wake up? Uh, no, I, I, I've decided. I, I, no, I'm not going to stay up because um, it takes too long for something to Just, come in. Yeah. I'll probably be shocked like I was in 2015 when the exit polls were like, why are they nothing like the opinion yeah. polls? That yeah. can't be true. And then you wake up in the morning going, oh my goodness. And so I think I, as, I, as I wake up through the night, as I usually do. If yes, I can, you have I, a quick peek. I'll have a look. There you go. I think that, that's the same for me because otherwise you have you have to like commit to like four in the morning or three in the morning before the, they really start trickling in. So anyway, yeah. let's not talk about that. That was all for another day. Um, let's get on with the tech news that we've had since we last spoke at you. Uh, and we're going to start with the kind of British Airways um, muck up, we'll say. So they're blaming it on an IT outage. Apparently power outage in one of the data centers caused an awful lot of disruption for many play, uh, people flying out of Gatwick and Heathrow. Uh, and still, I mean, I think they're now back up to full speed. Yes, um, I, mean, I mean, clearly this is a. I mean, it was a major, massive. I mean, to take down all their operations, um, mm, literally on, everything. Back, yep. you know, baggage lines. And, you know, just. The, the, I mean, there's obviously been the people with the theories that you know was this a cyber attack? Was this that the other? Uh, and be you know, the British Airways are pretty adamant that it was just a power outage. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't get it. I must admit, mm. you know, and and I guess we, but, we we work in certain circles, and it makes me very suspicious that, and they're also saying it was one person, and it's like how with mm. all your redundancy does one person taking out one power supply mm. take down not only your operations but your backup operations, but assumably no, offsite. No matter if that's place. true or not, it's still it's still an extremely yes. bad position to be oh, in. No matter if you horrendous. were attacked or you just it really was that. So anyway, yes. So there, as you as you've put in the notes, it really does show the kind of thing that can happen under a sustained cyber attack if lots of systems are broken into and and done, you know just how much how much issue that can cause. Uh, I'm sure they'll be building in that resilience. And I mean, the amazing thing is that I think if you look at um, it, like money spent. So behind the, the kind of tech companies, as in your Apples, Googles, Facebooks, you know, it, next is like banks and what they spend mm. on IT. I, and I think it's kind of fairly common knowledge that airlines are pretty much up there in the amount of infrastructure and complexity mm. and, you know, just, just what they have to stand up to run out, especially something like the size of British Airways. You know, the amount mm-hmm. of investment that they either do or should be doing and something went awry. Exactly. It's one of those things that when everything's running smoothly, it's all good. But it's only things when really go, you know, tits up that you the redundancy systems are ever tested. That's the problem, isn't it? It's just yeah. this is the first test and it failed. And, and basically. it's a challenge challenge for any big firm and even even for home users. You know, so I'll do a backup, do a test my backup. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do you actually I know mean, what's working? Exactly. How many people actually do the, 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 the proper thing? It's yeah. not necessarily done. Um, so... The essential phone has been announced. Um, basically, well, yeah, take, take take us through what this device is. This is this basically look an exciting looking new Android proposition. Yeah, so this is from so this is from a chap called Andy Rubin, who we've probably we definitely have talked about in the podcast over the years. But the podcast is I think getting into its seventh or eighth year, so that's that's a lot yeah, of years. De- yeah, yeah. Um, he he was basically the brains behind Android, uh, and then he went on to you know to some of the kind of robotics type stuff at Google. 
Uh, then he kind of went quiet. It started at this this company called um, Essential, and they've come out with the first products. This this first one's an Essential phone, not cheap, seven hundred dollars, um, but it is top of the line, you know. So it's up there with, I guess, your, you know, a, a, you know, Pixel and above, and your kind of Galaxy S eights and you know, rival an iPhone, and it's a, a gorgeous phone that features all the all the things you want out a you know a, a top of the range phone. The screen itself, again, you know, it's a. A, a, an absolutely fantastic screen, even more up to the top edge because it kind of has a little gap in the middle. So um, yes, it allows the earphones um, like to uh, behind the screen almost. It's, so the actual color goes above it. Yeah. So what they're and what they're saying is it's a kind of although it looks a bit odd in reality, uh, Android phones um, you've got notifications either side of that middle piece, so it's not mm-hmm. something you're actually going to miss, and it just takes more advantage of of real estate. All right, so these will be coming out later this year, um, America first, uh, but but in other other countries in the world, and and again looked looked really good, you know, really good cameras on it. Um, it's got a headphone. Oh, it didn't I don't, did it have a? No, it comes with a dongle in the box. Yeah, it doesn't have a dongle, and um, but it 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 looks like you know if you love the Android platform, this could be. <laughs> You know, yeah, from they're, they've they're they're kind of going down the whole real uh, lightweight branding, so you know no logos or anything like that. So it really is just a a basic op, uh, proposition, and it's but you know done very to a high spec. And then I guess the only argument against it is yeah, okay, it's another you know pretty much raw Android phone, um, and they're. There are some really nice ones now. HTC makes some really good headset handsets. Uh, OnePlus, the, you know, the phone that I went with is is kind of along the same line, but cheaper. So it's like, where is their unique point? And may you know, uh, I think. So I think they may struggle, but but I agree. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a massive seller. I don't think no. it's going. To, it's not going to rival, uh, you know, a Samsung. It's not going to rival even like Pixel. Um, but but I think they're they're trying to capture. You know, the probably high end market. Probably maybe try to chase a, you know, Apple people. You know that are yeah. you know great content. Well, it's got the right name behind it as well, hasn't it? It's got, so it's it's got ca- the it right carries name. attention because of that. And I think that you've you've nailed some key things here. See the fact that it's not got the branding on it. You know, so mm-hmm. for some people that don't want a big Samsung logo or don't want a OnePlus logo, um, and also that the, it's 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 a titanium ceramic build. So again, they're saying it withstands drops better. They've you know focused a lot of attention around. The design again. It's not just this bevelless design, but it's actual hardware they've used. As I said, it's just one of those. It was like that. That looks a really nice device. Um, yep. Because they really also nice announced. Device. Yeah, they also announced Ambient OS. Um, so this is basically a home control kit. Uh, it's got an Android sort of underneath it all, but it's got what they're calling Ambient OS on top of it, and it's it's running your home and it's kind of acting like a home version of this if this then that so you know there's rather than having to go and talk to a cloud service to sort of work out what it, you, you want things happening you know if i walk into this room do that kind of thing it's it's kind of doing that all in the home so the intelligence is being brought to the local uh, system rather than talking to the cloud which is kind of what you'd say was a kind of backward step but with all the privacy issues that are being kind of raised now around these home kits and these devices which control our homes to to the nth degree now uh, and how quickly that's moving forward uh having the having it local to a local network actually is a, a sensible precaution really yeah so again tapping maybe tapping more into the things that again apple like to talk about you know we protect your privacy and we're not you know and again this seem to be seem to be going down the lines trying to differentiate themselves from a google because because mm-hmm. if you're running android you know you, you, you have to do something you know different um uh, but this this looked a bit more of a you know a, a kind of it was almost like a yeah we'll have this out at some point and here's a kind of early look yes and, it, and the early look looks pretty and it, you know it yes looks, you know that, Some, that's part of the battle sometimes yeah yeah and something else about the phone it, it's a kind of slightly different take on being modular i try to remember the was it lg that had like a phone that had bits and i know google had kind of talked about it as well there were several projects that never really came to fruition in the end yeah so um this what what but the, yeah the, it had mag it has magnetic attachments doesn't it magnetic so you can attachments and, and the two that he showed was a 360 camera and a kind of a speaker with a big display kind of thing and it was it was mm-hmm. like i don't know i don't know that's i'm not a clever idea though it does 
No, and and who, who you know they're very specific to one device, aren't they? So it's like you have to be fully embedded to go and use something like that. But then if you've spent that money on the phone and you're into the brand and stuff, or the lack of brand, uh, yeah, you could do it. Um, Microsoft is now going to pay UK users to not use Google effectively and maybe use Bing. So this is part of their uh, what's what their incentive program, shall we call it? It was launched in America. Now it's come over to the UK. Um, but essentially, you've you've got a Microsoft account and you end up searching on Bing. You will get loyalty rewards, so you'll get points effectively. And points mean what are points mean? Prizes. Well, it doesn't really. It means something. You can swap your points for stuff. Um, what's their first one can you i can't remember offhand what it was there's something inane no doubt i'm 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 kind of amazed that this is still i'd, I'd forgotten about this <laughs> and it's even i read it at first i was like is this some sort of spoof thing um but it's not it's it's pucker and it it, it works so they reckon free free movies maybe music prize draw sweepstakes yeah, uh, just... I, I guess the, I guess the point is, you know, Google, depending on the keyword, they're making even up to you know pounds per click sometimes, depending, you know, depending how popular those clicks are. And what I guess Microsoft is saying is, OK, we can attract some users to our platform and therefore everyone benefits if we just give away a tiny proportion of, you know, that that cost to the user who actually uses our service rather than someone else. So they're, they're trying to play the numbers game because they reckon they've got about a 10 percent share at the moment but you know google is still 85.7 percent so it's, it's still a massive difference between the two um i mean i thought bing did very well to get 10 percent. to be honest uh, so did i um, I, I i i wonder how much of that percent is just because they're, they're kind of locked you know you, you you've got a device does, does, a, kind of does a cortana search yeah. on your bar mean that that's a bing search yeah yeah you know and things like um uh, like xbox one and stuff like mm-hmm. that you know you've yeah. got that there but i'd i'd I am never going to use that unless Katana like thinks I'm asking to search for something, which which has happened. So maybe maybe that's happening lots of times. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and is the proposition to say earn a bit of chance to win these loyalty points? Would that make you go to Bing? I don't think so. I think you'd go. I guess the problem is that because it's one of those things you never use, you never really see the benefits of it. But uh, you know, I I guess we should encourage competition. At one point, I liked Bing Maps. That was a long, long time ago. And mm, I used it's moved to, on now. Google's one. So. You know, it's like I just and I trust. The thing is, I've got a trust. Mm. It's reliable, and I've, I don't really have a false positive, you no. know, story where I've searched for something and it took me to the wrong place or it showed me the wrong way. It's like, and I think I've told you before, um, and it, and it just happened with Shaq last week. We we're coming back from town, and he was driving, and I went go this way, and, and I actually actually tried, and Google suggested a totally different way, which actually, you know it said would save us six seven minutes and it was yep. pretty quick because you can yep. see the other road and it was just stows the traffic yep. and you're yep. like that's that stuff's good and the problem is because the, the way that you know their their whole service works on that crowdsource data about you know cars moving along and the more people you have moving that using that kind of service the stronger it is and therefore it's like a tipping hey, point was... if you haven't got the users on your system and that's why microsoft are trying to garner the users to get some tipping point back to them it was Waze, wasn't it? I think was it something called Waze. Waze is a is a yeah an online mapping completely I open think, source. I think Google bought them. Did they? Okay, yeah. the Waze is still available as an app. I've certainly got it somewhere. Um, there you go. Uh, Nintendo's online service will be free until two thousand and eighteen. So they kind of came out and said that the full service isn't going to be available until next year. Uh, is that I, th- I think I'm paraphrasing a little bit, um, but they have got a kind of lower level service available now, and it's not going to cost you anything. Yeah, so you can play online right now. I can go and play um, Mario Kart, and it works, works okay. You know, it's uh, but but it's all it all still feels really fragmented. The only yeah. way you can add friends is sharing those daft numbers, friend code yeah. nonsense things. Um, so it's going to cost twenty dollars, and I guess this is him saying, you know, we've got the we've got the switch out there, um, and and it's actually. It's launched far better than I thought. The hardware's good. The, the first three or four games I've got have been fantastic. And even, um, what was it, is it ARMS that came out this week, which is, a kind of, I guess, a first new IP for a long time, has all got amazingly good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, they seem... They, they, they so they're seem, concentrating on games, which is exactly the right thing they need to do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the platform, the, the, the hardware's good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's like it, the, the games have been really enjoyable. Um, but clearly their online service isn't there because they talked about, you know, later in the summer, 
they would do a kind of beta of it and you'd have the virtual console type thing but they're not even they're not even guaranteeing virtual consoles coming so i still think the services side they really are lagging behind mm -hmm. so yeah which is again i guess i guess if you're going to concentrate on one thing then the games is the important thing to concentrate on but it does does feel like they they push this out ahead of the curve to <laughs> to try and save themselves which I think, I think they you know maybe they've succeeded it yeah and i think for something like you know so it's a really the actual operating system is switched really clean really like it uh, there are some bugs you know so it will just lose my wi-fi connection mm. and you have, to, you have to do a hard reboot you can't reconnect you have to even just put right and put in the right yes. you know reconnect and put the password in can't connect you it's hard on, reboot yeah. it and it connects mm. it's like oh so there's some bugs in there and um, it's really clean uh, I, I've, I've really enjoyed it you know I really you know, thoroughly recommend it even though that is I've still never done my <laughs> review that's, that's not going to help <laughs> no fair enough yeah no, that's good um, and I say I'm still tempted by this console I think there have been enough games but it will be a I think it'd be a Christmas or next year thing before I, I look at that and wait probably when it comes down in price but the thing is Nintendo aren't very they don't do that, so I still think it's short of stock, actually. Mm, yeah, yes. From wherever I've seen, they've always people struggling. Their shops are still selling one by one rather than uh, letting you bulk buy. Um, so I guess the big thing this week has been WWDC. Um, Apple announcing their latest um, kits and components, and they were in their new offices, and it was in a massive hall. I mean, it was ginormous auditorium full of full of tech journalists it's pretty pretty amazing yeah that, that so just on it wasn't their new offices they, they'd moved this year they moved from san francisco to san jose san jose um and that's closer to their new office oh, it's, okay so it's closest to like, i thought this was in the actual the, no not uh, yet okay. not yet but as you see it looked um massive room yeah like and and you could tell and you know generally that's the signification signifies that they're going to be talking about something uh, and then sure sure enough they did um, so some of the big bits uh, TVOS um, Amazon are going to have a TV app on yeah, the TV and that, and that was it yeah they, it. they there wasn't much going on on that was there they just I mean that you could tell by the speed that they were going through these things and the fact they didn't put their most uh, charismatic person <laughs> on it <laughs> they were just rambling off off you know. Yeah. Keep those development team happy that they 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 Amazon's working. been a bit of a miss, you know. So it's like all the streaming platforms are kind of there apart from Amazon. So mm. good. So it's now coming. it's got Prime Video. It makes it more, you know, solid thing. Yeah, and also the the the, the bit that kind of slipped in. There's this TV app in America which kind of bundles content together. The Amazon Prime stuff's going to appear in there. Right. Okay. So that is probably so it will do the nice combined, which is kind yes. of where we need to get to with all these services that you could just search yeah. and it doesn't really matter. It's that agnostic to which service. Yeah, it comes from. and I think that's where, especially with the chopping and changing, as they keep mm. doing different license deals, yeah. it would be great just to go to one app and say, "I want to watch Rocky," and it says, yeah. "Oh, I'm on that one," and you've yeah. got a subscription. I mean, go yeah, and watch it. Yes, and it, it, that's kind of exactly exactly where you want to be because I was there the other day. I was just sitting at home thinking, right, I want to. I was um, I can't remember the blooming name of the film now, uh, and. I thought, right, I want to watch that film. And it was like I had to search through four different places to check the prices for, you know, rental or buy or whatever, you know, happened to be. And it, it takes it takes time and it takes almost too long, really. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's been nice to have that all in one place. Um, WatchOS uh, was also talked about. So WatchOS 4 they're on to now. Um, and they brought some new faces. The trippy yeah. kaleidoscope. Oh, that was horrendous. Um, so <laughs> was pretty much and, and so they showed you a kind of a one powered by Siri, which which I guess if you tried or used Google Now from like two three years ago, yes. then it was to try to suggest things to you. So that was what that. Yes, it's trying to figure faces. out what you want to look at now, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, you're, Ian's usually in the toilet right now. I will surface <laughs> up some sports results. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, there's other faces there, and they're new bits to their kind of workout um proposition so they're trying to they've got some challenges they've got some better uis and they've got this gym sync coming to a gym near you in whenever uh, so that'll be so it's actually syncing your heart rate with the gym equipment and the gym equipment can talk back to the phone so there's a nice little um sort of uh and, and bit so of completing the loop yeah and i've been completing my circles and just the, the little changes they talked about were like yeah they're nice yeah, it doesn't feel sense. like it needs a new os for that it's nope. like uh that's but that's apple and they got things like challenges as well, and just nice, just little things to get get you a bit more motivated. Yep. Um, 
music, so auto-sync music to watch. What's that in aid of? So, so basically what they're saying is, um, so apps have kind of died on on the watch. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a there's a couple of ones that I like. A little, I added a little call recorded, not a call recorder, a, a, a kind of voice memo type thing. Mm-hmm. So if something does pop in my head, quickly do it. I've got a little thing that gives me a couple of passwords easily, you know, and a couple of bits of text. Like I can never remember my registration plate. I know that's sad. And I know you probably are looking at me going, you muppet. But um, so it's there. And um, so apart from that, so there's there's plenty of space. And what they're saying is, why don't we just sync your favorite music so that if you're out and about and you're doing a a workout, rather than having to put your phone, you know, and carry it with you, just play play it from the watch. Except... The battery in my Gen One will not last. So, yeah. So, and 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 you're going to suffer for having the Gen One as well. So, yeah. It, it, well, it probably won't be that long before that's uh, not on the development path anymore. Yes. Uh, they had a vertical dock on um, on the phone now, so actually you could scroll through apps in a you know more. I guess it's a better way. Yeah, it's uh, more obvious. Another thing, I don't know if you could because you you didn't pick up a watch, did you? I haven't got an iPhone. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> just give me a I'm so out of the I'm in the Google loop no give me a virtual slap there because as soon as I said it I was like what a knob the, <laughs> um, but you, you when you click your when you click your scroll you get a kind of honeycomb yes. you know, view of all your apps you can now change that to a list and the list yep. a lot of the time makes sense just give me it in alphabetical order and, and you're scrolling like, up and down and yeah. I'll find it easier than I can in that yep. bloody honeycomb thing <laughs> um, and, yeah uh, news app coming to there uh, there's coaching notifications and there's it's free to everyone in uh, in sort of yeah winter. It, it's a, it's a, so last year if you remember that it was an actual reboot and the reboot did make a difference it was like yes. right you've you've added a lot of speed here you've added more things that are useful the docs totally changed you've actually taken the crappy button to talk to friends away and just said that's your doc and it all that all made a lot more sense and it was yep. pretty bold and also they're focused on the you know the fitness side of it and that was clear this year that Let's double down on that. That's yeah. that's where we should be. And and it totally agree. I think that's how most people use their phone, uh, their, their watch at the moment, just yeah. that, for that, that side of things. That and notifications. As yeah. I, the notification stuff's gold. I think eventually it will just click into people's lives a bit more and then there will be more uses that people just make more use of, things like your memo technology and all those kind of things. That yeah. I think it eventually it will become. But there will be key areas rather than this being this generic thing. Um, that just tries to do everything. I think they'll focus I, in. I, I must admit, do the, the Dick Tracy answering the phone on your watch does actually work. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it, it looks a bit weird, and some people give me a bit of an odd look. But I was yeah. on the other side of the office. Jack was phoning from from another site, and I was like, "Oh, hello," yeah. <laughs> and it worked because he just said, "Can you send me this password for such and such?" And I was like, "Yeah, no problem. Do it in two minutes." Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Mac OS um, also getting some love. <clears throat> so I got refinement love, shall we call it? So it's basically underlying. They're trying to get all the technologies faster. So Safari, Mail, all running faster, running you know more efficiently, using less disk space and stuff like that. Um, make, makes sense. Uh, you, you missed you missed you missed the the funniest thing. Did I? Yeah, it's called High Sierra instead of Sierra. <laughs> There you go. So they haven't even given it a full new name. They're obviously <laughs> not confident in saying this is this it's, is going to be rocking your world. Do you remember Leopard and Snow Leopard? Well, yes. Yeah, so exact same, isn't it? Yeah. Just, just said that would do. You're not going to notice any difference, therefore we can't really give it a full new name. <laughs> uh, photos, yeah, there's a few improvements there about how it's syncing across devices and the intelligence yes. and underlying a lot of what they were talking about was all this machine learning again. So uh, yeah. um, all, all those kind of things is still big in these these tech firms' minds at the moment. How do they use machine learning to make these things better? Um, uh, Apple file system being the new underlying default is an interesting and... Um, quite a bold step i'd say um so i wonder how that you know moves them away from that kind of underlying linuxy type you know stuff and how if that's going to make it more complicated for um people bringing software to the app in apple and um so so they did they, they moved every ios device last year when we went to ios 10 and that worked considering that they basically changed everybody's operating system yeah you know well well done and they're doing the same for Mac this year. And they showed you a great on-screen demo. I don't know if you saw the demo because no, I know I you, were, you were dipping in out. And they just basically said, so here's Sierra. Let's grab these, I don't know, 10 giga files and I'll I'll move them to here. And it took, you know, like 30 seconds mm. or 20 seconds and under APFS, instant. 
Yeah. Uh, what, it's, it sounds like, like, ooh, okay, sounds like a really Google thing to do, doesn't it? Because they, yeah. they play with these kind of things all the time, really getting down to that ultimate, how do we make these things so efficient where we have to get down into the absolute depths of this machine to do it? And I think yeah, Apple okay. tend to do it every maybe two, three, maybe longer than that. So I think lots of people have been crying out for a new file system for a long mm -hmm. time saying, come on, there's you're, you're doing it everywhere else. You know, show the Mac some love and they've, they're... Yeah, so I'm, I know that that for me was like that is that's a really nice you know step up. We're going to see H two six five or HVEC um, for four K video. Uh, you're going to get software acceleration on old older Macs, and there'll be hardware acceleration on the new Macs for that. Um, basically, it's just it's a I guess it's more efficient format when you get into the four K type sizes. Yeah, it's more more efficient and. Um... Um, and they've done the same in iOS. We'll cover it in iOS later on, but it, it takes less space as well. You know, so you, it's just you look at it, you can't really tell it. You know, especially our old eyes, Chris. We will not see yeah. the difference. <laughs> um, so graphics-wise, uh, that's also quite a big step up when we come to the hardware side of thing. But Metal Two is that the underlying sort of engine that's running these things? So there was a big thing. I think it was about three years ago, and it said here's Metal, and it was for iOS. Mm -hmm. And I think two years ago it was Metal for um, for Mac. Um, and it was a kind of let's you know how do we how do we really improve graphic performance on the kind of iOS and, and Mac platforms? So this year again and again they've, they've brought in a whole other stuff around machine learning. You can use you know that that kind of graphical cores for and we've seen I guess you see that in the Windows side if you look mm -hmm. at Nvidia, Nvidia the reason their share price is so great isn't isn't they're making fantastic you know gaming graphic cards which they are doing. But there's lots of companies using um, their graphic chips now for AI. So mm -hmm. lots of car manufacturers are, are using NVIDIA um, chips because they are, they are, you know, compared to an Intel chip, they're just fantastic for the, that kind of AI. Yeah. They, so they've, they've almost like bet on the right things, I guess, you know, four, five, six years ago. You know, there's where the, this is where everything's going and they had to do that work then. So Apple have, have added that in now to, um, to Metal 2 and also support for external graphics, which we'll touch on when we cover off some of the, the hardware yep. later. And also metal for VR. Yes, so VR was another big sort of topic. They they've optimized their this for VR, uh, and they've they announced that Valve um, were going to come with their Steam VR to the uh, and uh, Unreal and Unity as well. Going to come uh, with a you know VR offering, which is yeah great. Um, but the, in order to be able to do that, they also needed bumps in all the hardware. So they've given the iMac finally given some love to the iMac. Um, They've, you know, brighter screens. They've got the 10K dithering on those screens now. So the, the sort of the, the image resolution or the image, what's the graduation is is much better. So one billion colors, something ridiculous like that. Um, they've got the latest sort of, uh, or rather the seventh gen Kirby Lake Intel processors. So they've got bumps up there. Uh, they're upping all the, the memory. Um, they're putting a fusion drive in standard in the larger 27 inch one uh, and the all their drives are, uh, and their sort of ports are quicker i guess the big big one though was just the 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 size of the graphics cards that they're now putting in these things they're dedicated graphics cards rather than the kind of integrated ones that generally they've been sticking with yeah so even the 21 inch uh, is getting you know a, a radeon 4 gigabyte and the 27 is getting a radeon pro up to 8 gigabyte you know and, and a 580 you know a 580 radeon Pro card weight gig will, will drive VR, and yeah, and that's kind of where that that's all headed from. Is that you know you need that extra processing power to be able to do VR. So I guess that, yeah, latest top of the range my iMac will happily do VR, which is a nice thing to see. Um, and, a, and a surprising, a surprising kind of um, uh, bit of news today. So I fix it. I've I've done their teardown of the twenty one inch iMac, mm -hmm. And not only is the RAM replaceable, but the hard drive and the CPU is actually, you can take it out. And if you want so you to could, well, you can it. get to it without having to crack the case. Oh, no, you need to take everything off. But, okay. but, but and previously, all these things were soldered onto the motherboard. Okay. You know, it was just like, it was such a tight design. Mm -hmm. And again, it just seems like, is this just again, is there just a little bit of change in Apple that says, actually, why would why do we need why, to do that? I mean, th I mean th that is an argument. Why the hell do you need to yep. put something so tiny on, a, on something that you sit? Down. It's not like you're carrying it around. You no, give yourself, exactly. Give yourself the room, especially <laughs> make with things the, easy. The, 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 as you touched on, the displays are you know they're gorgeous. They're 5K. Yeah. You know they're they're amazing screens. 
maybe somebody does want to bump a CPU in and, and has got yeah. the cooling sorted that they can do it. And that's the thing, you don't want to bump a CPU but it, in but even and it melts. For, but even for, even for Apple, it's an easier process to just, when they want to do Absolutely. these hardware bumps, they don't have to sit and redesign these things. They've got a bit more space to go do them. If the chip is slightly different size, it won't fit in their case. So yeah. And I think that's what stung them over the last mm. two years. Intel, Why it's been so stationary. Yeah. yeah. So there's all this debate about TikTok and all this kind of stuff and how Intel have fluffed it. But at the same time, I think Apple's designs have stopped them from easily just swapping in. Mm. Actually, let's just put in faster RAM and a new CPU. Yeah. Because oh, it just doesn't because fit. Because we have to change Can we have faster RAM and design. new CPU and can it match these, these specs? Exactly. Uh, no, it can't. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So it's, um, yeah, it's a nice change. Uh, MacBook Pro got some bumps, so again, latest processors and the uh, faster SSD. So we should say iMac starts at um, 1049 for the 21 inch and 1749 for the 27 inch. Uh, I'm sure going several grand above in both cases if you need to. Uh, MacBook Pro going for starting at 1249. Yeah, and I think there's that the kind of I touched in the show notes that there was a kind of key points the kind of mid-range prices that were basically taking a couple yes. hundred dollars off mm-hmm. um, and certainly one of the chaps at work was about to buy he, he saw me about two and a half weeks ago and he was like right my PC's crapped out um, at times I'm, I'm going to move to Mac I love my iPad I'm going to move to Mac I've seen I've went to the Apple store iMac ugh, that screen ugh. and I was like please wait I says they're not rumoured to do iMacs but wait two weeks oh yep. no i can't and i was like wait two <laughs> You've weeks got to wait two. and, and, and they I was so 200 quid. yeah well i was so but it wasn't just that it was also the bump up and everything yeah you know with faster cpus across the board the memory's now faster the ssd's faster the screen's better it was like and he bought one last night he was just like yep apple store bought done because they're available basically um yes. so you can you can basically go and get them now if you want uh, iMac Pro was their kind of big biggie they're only showing it at the moment they're kind of just talking it through but it, this is this feels like such a better proposition than their old i you know the old pro um offering just in that you know the best thing about Macs is the screen so this thing is going to be in the sort of iMac enclosure slightly larger enclosure to fit in all of the stuff that they want to fit in there so they're going to fit in um, massive processors, massive graphics card capabilities, massive memory capabilities, and just and the and ports as well. So it's kind of it, it, it does feel like a, just a supercharged iMac, and it, and it feels like a like the right direction. But it's going to be super priced. It's going to be four nine 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 dollars. So for basically five five grand in dollars starting and we haven't we're not far away from one to one dollars a pound ratio so that's oh, no, kind it's of, above it's above so that's where we're gonna heading yeah so that'll be five and a half grand starting price um and that's for the kind of the basics and and they're they're, they're sizing these things so massive that actually i think you're going to get to nearly 10 grand by the time you finish yeah and I, and I guess the interesting thing so they, they talked about eight ten or 18 cores on processors which did get a lot of oh my goodness from the audience because that is like right that is that's nice and then they were talking about the vega graphics coming from mm. the from um the radian vega graphics and up to 22 teraflops and when you consider that i think ps4 pro is delivering 4.4 teraflops mm. Xbox and their new, you know, Scorpio. They keep on emphasising we, we're we targeted and they're delivering six teraflops. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, there's a lot of the, the shunting. Grunt. Yeah, on offer is huge. But then again, if they're doing it as the pro proposition, then they've got to be able to capable with you know these massive video editors and um, you know all these heavy lifting things that I mean, and also like I say, there's a lot of Apple dollars out there. You might as well give people a spec; they'll go and spend it. Yep. I, 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 so I was I was chewing the fat with one of my one of my elderly colleagues down south today, um, and I I still think so. You know how the Mac Pro was like static for over a thousand days and three years, and everybody's laughing. At it? I still think Apple were designing the iMac Pro and saying, "Professionals, you don't need this tower; it doesn't work." Mm-hmm. iMac Pro is where you want to be, and I think they've been stung earlier this year just with the criticisms around the Mac Pro, criticisms about the screens and pulling out that market. And they've rebooted and said, actually, not just iMac Pro, we'll go and do another Mac Pro and a screen. Because it yep. just seems a total reversal. And when you look at the spec of that, it's like, that is a beast. That yep. is an absolute beast of a computer. And it's not... and, and it will be upgradable as well. So, you know, you'll, you'll keep getting oh, those bumps. Controversially, but they're not allowing you to upgrade the RAM yourself. So okay. seeing the iMacs, you can. But on the iMac Pro, they've already come out and said, can't you can't upgrade that, which I was which amazed at. 
Yeah. Cause somebody straight away was like, well, it's not a pro machine. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. It is strange. Uh, they then, so iOS 11, they went through a whole ton of stuff on there. So a lot of more stuff is going to be synced oh. from the cloud. So messages, uh, all end-to-end stuff. Apple Pay uh, is getting wider and also integrated into messages. So you can actually uh, pay people from messages and things like that. Yeah, I can see here's 20 quid. I owe you. Yeah. Well, I, well I've, I can see $20 because it's America only. Yeah, okay. found out it, a couple it, of days it won't ago. be long. They, they're yeah, not taking yeah, too long to get all this. I know, I'm sword. just being a bitch. Uh, Siri's got new deep learning, uh, got a visual kind of interface tweak, um, but it does uh, translation on the fly. So you can ask it to say something in another language. It's limited to English, Chinese, French, German, Italian, and Spanish right now, but they say more languages coming. Uh, Siri kit task management. So, um, so Siri kit was what they launched last year to let, remember Siri just used to be Apple. That's and it. Then so they're opening things up, yeah. Yeah. So Siri Kit was then expanded last year, so you could do some some podcasty type things, and yep. now they're now doing a lot more. So you can Siri add such and such to to do this, and it'll go. Oh, I didn't understand that, Ian. Like it always does. <laughs> and then and then Siri intelligence. <clears throat> so this is again just this more deep learning going on, trying to work out what you want um, and what you're going to need next, uh, and it's all synced. So you. And that's yeah. a really important thing. So last year they emphasised this, was it differential privacy kind of thing? Like the, 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 everything's processing your device. We don't put things in the cloud. And one of the, and I know you're not an iOS, so you don't see it. One of the really frustrating things was it scanned all my photos so I could get all this deep learning crap out of it. And then it went and did it on my iPad. Yeah, so then it has to do it again and again and again, yeah. And they're both different. Mm-hmm. So if I go and look at albums yep. that they've generated on there, they're different. So if I click on your face on one of them, it'll give me 30 photos. I yep. click it on the iPad, it gives me 14. Yeah, okay. So so the syncing is important and will, you know... And that's, it's, it's a, that's coming now. So yeah. that, that feels like that should have been like a, after two or three months, by the way, we'll fix this and we can sync, but they've waited. Hey, great. Um. Their camera app, you taking their cameras taking one trillion photos per year. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, they're also moving some formats around just to get better high quality uh, at less space. Um, there's no point even mentioning what the formats are, but basically they're trying to give you more space at high quality with you know with the the plus pluses kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> two cameras depth API exposed to developers now, so. Is this front and back or is it the side by side cameras? Uh, you know how the bigger for the plus plus comes with two, uh, and remember they did that thing that kind of depth effect where it, it kind of simulated, um, it simulated like the kind of um, you know bulky effect and mm-hmm. blurring out the background. What they're saying now is that's not just for us. You know, other yeah, you can um, camera apps can now start to play around with it and do mm-hmm. do trippy effects. Uh, photos got this thing called memories, so. Yeah, I was kind of zoning out by now, so, so you might have to fill in anything. Right, so let, so I'll, I'll I'll do the next batch. Yeah, I'll okay. do the next batch. Photos, there wasn't much there. You can do something, like you get boomerang on Instagram, so you mm-hmm. can do the kind of, so it's got those kind of things. You can do loops. It was a nice long exposure effect, so instead of standing there for half a, you know, I don't know, half a minute doing long exposures, it will kind of interpolate a long It'd exposure. It'd work in mm-hmm. um, Control center, which is a little kind of swipe up thing and allows you to turn on flashlights and turn off Wi-Fi. It's now a single page. Rather than swiping around, actually, looked, you know, there's a lot more packed in it. looked looked quite nice. Um, lock screen notifications now one thing. Maps. Uh, I don't use Apple Maps, but but if you do, there's detailed floor floor plans now for 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 malls and airports. So they're again, catching up. Well, they're not catching up. They're about two years behind, but you know, yeah. it's still because there was lots of people. You know, even and again, chat was like finally, and it's like just just Google Maps. <laughs> so you don't have to wait for these things. They're there it's, already. It's, <laughs> Done. it's there and they're detailed and, and populated more than the the yeah. ones there on that. Yeah. Um, so so yeah so one little thing they had for for um, driver safety um, which I'm surprised maybe others haven't haven't done it's basically detecting that you're moving and will will lock down your phone and um, so it basically enables a do not disturb so you focus on the road um, if you're in a passenger you can you can you know scroll up and disable it and it will auto respond to if somebody messages you know send you a text it'll actually rather than pinging or anything it actually keeps it silent and pings something through saying you know Ian's driving and he's got do not disturb enabled yeah so a little bit of thought um so home kit um was interesting and in that 
Um, they've added speakers, so I yep. guess that was a precursor to some of the stuff that was sure. that was shown at the but end. But it's going after the Sony uh, Sonos type sort of thing. Absolutely. So you can configure speakers and access them. There's AirPlay too, so it's like, it does multi-room audio. So again, it's all this stuff. We were like, okay, I know where this is going. Apple yep. TV plus other devices supported, and third-party audio apps can get in this as well. Which is a miss. I mean, they, you know, it's great that they've now got all that hooking together because, yeah, like you say, it's, it was all pointing towards this thing, and they were even hinted at it at the time, but. But it just makes more sense with all those extras in there, eh? Absolutely. Um, Apple Music, not, not not too much there. Um, surprisingly, so 27 million paid subscribers, which is, I think Spotify is up at 80 or 90 million. Um, yeah. So the gap's kind of widening. They're, they're both growing at the same rate, but the gap's, you know, it's like... Yeah. Um, you can see now, it was, it's, a, it's a bit of a... You can see what friends are listening to, so okay. what playlists they publish. So I, I guess a step in... It, kind of what Spotify is doing but Spotify blows them away with the collaboration stuff and third party apps can now uh, apps can now access Apple Music which will be nice to see uh, you know I guess we've seen it with other apps a bit of innovation around the front end yep Apple's music there's lots in there there's there's, it's really busy there's tons so it's Um, like they've got the you know they they've got their what they personalized choices you know kind of they're not necessarily automated are they they're actually so maybe an, a software can dig you into genealogy of music and all those kind of things that, that we've it, seen before. Well, at the bottom, you've got library for you, browse, radio and search. Mm-hmm. And just in amongst that, I mean, if you go the for you is the stuff that's suggesting every week and it's suggesting daily playlists. But when you go into browse, oh, the, 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 the amount of content, it's just, you you get you can get lost so easy. Um, App Store. So this was quite a this was quite a bold one. Um, they talked about and they'd released this beforehand that there's seventy billion being paid out to devs and thirty percent of that has been in the last year. So wow. it still shows you how big that app market is. Yeah. Even though everybody says, Oh, it's you know, you can't be a little developer, it's like, well, you probably can't, but the big developers are making <clears throat> Oh, I mean, yeah, we didn't talk about their opening video, which kind of showed an apocalypse <laughs> where the app store went down briefly. But um I guess, you know, what it shows is there's a lot of uh, businesses riding on the money that comes in from the apps absolutely well we look at look at things like uber yeah. uber would not exist if if you know either google or apple didn't have app stores mm-hmm. um so the and this was phil schiller so schiller took over about i think about 18 months ago two years ago from the app store perspective and the app review times have dropped you know it's under 24 hours for the majority of apps now yeah at one point it was up at like 14 15 they've nailed days. their automated processes basically absolutely they, yeah. um so the big thing, um, the big thing was it's a new look app store. So it's that is a big change because it's not really changed in you know almost a decade. The kind of content looks the same. So um, that that will be a big change. You've now got a kind of today they've got a separate games almost app store. You've got an apps app store, and the today one's all about trying to surface new content to you, updates and search. So that that'll be interesting. We covered Metal Two and the HEBC with Mac. They emphasize machine learning. So they've now, these were now two, um, two main kind of new features. So machine learning, they've got a, um, a on-device processing um, for, for data processing. What is rumored is that the next iPhones will actually have a dedicated chip as well. So at the wow. moment, they've talked about that it's just software for doing the machine learning. And I think that's a kind of precursor to, to whether it's this year's or whether that's next year's. And then the other big thing to go with VR earlier on, I've now got um, AR kits, so augmented reality. Um, so and they did some nice demos. Yeah, they bought a company called um, Mateo about two years ago, and they were pretty much the market leader when it came to augmented reality, and that killed a lot of development for for people. Um, and and now what's come out is is AR kit, and the demo was you just using just the a demo app and the camera camera detects the surface you can place you can place objects in the surface it remembers where they are so you can move your camera elsewhere and look elsewhere and you turn back and the so it's a bit like uh it's a bit like how the um oh what's the microsoft device hololens hololens it does the same when you look away and you turn back it's locked yeah. but it looked really locked and some the developers mm-hmm. already done a kind of measuring app and he said it was a three percent error you know, wow, which, is, okay. which which isn't much. You know, so he was taking measurements of his table and bed and stuff, and it was three percent out. It was like because a lot of it. I mean, it's, it's got the intelligence in there as far as it's it makes its own points up, but then it's also just using the gyroscopes and stuff in the phone to or the device to to also do that. So three percent is pretty pretty spot on, really. Yeah, amazing. absolutely. I, as I said, it looked really solid, and um, and and it's and it's using cameras, motion sensors. Um, you know, it's using all of the kind of compute on there. And, and 
as you pointed out, you know, come iOS 11, that's millions, hundreds of millions of iPhones now that are AR devices. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know where it's all going. I, you know, I'm sure there'll be some interesting uses. Is it a gimmick? Is there more to it than being a gimmick? So they showed, they talked about how there was, um, they showed your Lego as a demo and being able to take apart, you know, a Batman car and see the bits and move them around. They showed you Pokemon, actual proper real life Pokemon. Yep. So Pokemon, we always talked about as a kind of AR type app because you'd walk around in it's the real fake world. AR, yeah. But it was fake, so they showed you it with real. They showed you like the Pokemon on the on the ground in front of you, mm-hmm. and you actually throwing the ball and capturing it. And it was like, okay, this is this has got potential. And then there was um, wing, a Wingnut AR demo. So Wingnut are the kind of Peter Jackson company yeah. um, for, out of Alberta. And they showed this amazing um, demo of detected the surface of the table, rolled out a, a fantasy scene. You could move it around. And it was like... Well, it was almost a film sort of scenario, wasn't it? It was yeah. showing this film. I can films. just imagine, you know, you, you can imagine the... I was going to say chess again, but I, I know I'm famed for my... <laughs> my oh. Chess is my pick this week. I, I guess there's also things like you can visualise what a room would look like with different furniture in it or things like that. So there's going to be there's going to be uses. I'm just not completely sold on how wide that is. And I'm probably going to be blown away over the next two, two, three years with how it all works out. Yeah. Um, and this yeah. is the start. I mean, but even just to de- even just to be able to look at a scene and identify that there's a table in front of you, and therefore, and you can put things on that table, and they can be interactive, moving graphics or anything. It's just, it is very clever tech. I mean, we've seen it several times, and and it looks like if you can roll it out to an iPhone, suddenly, like they say, you've got this ginormous market. Ab- you know, absolutely, straight absolutely. away. And um, and you mentioned furniture. So they did mention they did name drop IKEA in the mm-hmm. keynote as well. Just saying their 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 developers have, have got hands on it and. The exciting possibilities of being able to, you know, put Billy bookcases in your room. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, iPad Pro was the uh, new iPad, basically. Um, so bigger, bigger screen, but kept on the same kind of form factor. So they're doing that kind of using more space, uh, less borders around. It's still keeping to that one pound in weight. Um, big thing. So you can have full size screen, full size keyboard. Um Big thing being there, it was their pure motion screen, so 120 um, hertz refresh. So they say they can't really show you on, on as a demo, but when you actually use it, they even use buttery, which I think was a Google um, phrase, wasn't it, years ago? Google, Google, when I was trying to catch up with that smoothness that iOS had, yeah. started weird buttery smooth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and it, so the latency is is much less for things like the pen as well, which makes drawing a lot easier using that pen. So, so I've seen I've like seen some good. artists have been using it and saying there is a noticeable difference yeah. between um, last iPad Pro and this one. Yeah. Uh, they've got bigger chips in there. They've got higher performance. The graphics are 30% faster, um, 40% faster actually in real life. Um, the, yeah, they they had an Affinity Pro demo showing, um, you know, what what's capable, and they were doing things like light sources using the angle of the pen. Is that that was the Affinity Pro demo, wasn't it? Yeah, very Affinity, impressive stuff. Affinity Pro, so it's a, I think it's Windows as well. So I think it's Mac and yeah, Windows. Yeah, it's, it's across it's cross devices. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's what they say. It's like you know, give us fifty sixty quid, and we'll do the you know ninety five percent of what you'd use That's Photoshop right, yeah. for, and you don't I, need to spend three hundred quid. I think I've got cost. it across my devices, and I yeah. If, yeah. if you just want to get into something and do it, why not? And and the demos they showed, again, obviously the guy knew what he was doing, but really impressive, really yeah. quick. It was a performance you saw. It was like, wow, that is... Yeah, the scaling and manoeuvring and, and uh, just... you know, the effects, it really did look like a very powerful little device that it was being run on. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, still keeping to their claim of 10 hours battery. Uh, got the same phone uh, cameras as the, the iPhone 7. Uh, it's got fast charging. Uh, got also doubled the memory, and basically yeah. they're shipping already. And they're shipping already. Yeah, so starting price ten and a half is six one nine, and I should say the twelve point nine. They just never mentioned it in the keynote, but no. I also got the same updates. Okay. So same camera, sorry, new camera. So just a bit more space. Um, faster. Got this, you know, f- fantastic new display, and it's twelve point nine. So they've done away at the nine point seven is now just the iPad. Yeah. You've got an iPad Pro at ten point five and twelve point nine. Which I think that that makes quite a lot of sense to be honest, and and it's the iPad Pro they want people to go with really. And six one nine is a for the for the hardware. I think is a, sounds like a reasonable amount. I don't think the iPad's ever been less than competitively priced. So. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. People called it expensive, and then it, it and then is expensive, saw... but it's not really yeah. for 
Not but rain. when you saw the, what the competitors were doing it cheaper, it was like, right, can, you can see the difference. Yeah. And when I've tried, I've, when the Samsung Galaxy Tab 2 was an excellent tablet, but it was 400, yeah. I think it was 480 quid. So it was like pretty much the same price. Um, and then they sort of showed some of the iOS 11 sort of stuff that they rolled out for the yes. iPad. So things like docks. Uh, have they had the dock already and have they just extended it or is is that a new thing? No, so so what you've got at the moment is where you call it a docker shelf. You've got the bit at the bottom where you can put your four. It's been so long since icons. I've been in this thing. I, you know, yeah, yeah, I haven't really ever used the dock on an iOS device. Yeah. yeah so see the kind of four at yeah. the bottom, and on an iPad you could put six. And now what you've got is you can fill it with apps. It it's much more like use. the taskbar the, or the whatever you call it on the iMac, isn't it? It's... Yeah, absolutely. And um, and also that's the it's the way of getting an app into slide over and doing the kind of dual the dual screen thing. It looked it looked really smart. Um, and again, just it was something they had to try and address with the kind of multi multi use of apps. It was they'd made a start two years ago, and they had to do something different. And it's you know, um, it, it really has now moved away from the the single focus of of the original iOS concept of you know single app running, no multitasking, all those kind of things. It's now come to that point the the problem is they are as they go along giving people what they think they want they are kind of diluting some of that so it's not as easy for a kid to pick up now and just fully understand exactly what they have to do there's there's now gestures you need like you know deep clicks and the flicks and um you know the ways that you get these taskbars onto the screen for you know if you're if you're brand new to all this you're not going to know that offhand it's almost like you're starting to need a manual to, to yeah, work no, out outdoors. So even in the, so the iPhone, you see it a bit like that as well because you the 3D touch type things. Yeah. And you kind of, you know, sometimes you're just trying things and you think, oh, I didn't know that had a 3D touch option on it because um, it's just not obvious. And it's the same in the iPad now. There's a lot, there's a lot you can do. You know, yeah, yeah. as you say, it's like, you know, click. You know, it's click, not like you click, have users anymore. You'll, ha- you'll have a normal user and an advanced user almost. That's kind of where you're getting to. There'll be someone that's making much more use of their, their device and others people will go, oh, I didn't even know mine could do it. You yeah, know. and I think that, and one of the next things that they talked about was drag and drop. You know, yeah. so so again, some people won't know to even do that. They'll have been yeah. using iOS devices for ten years, and it'll be like, oh, I can, and some things so you can drag images and text and URLs. And... <laughs> I mean, heck, they talked about a flipping file manager. I'm pretty sure Steve Jobs is <laughs> spinning his grave. They've got a file option on on an iPad. It's amazing. And and it, so it's it's an app called Files. It kind of leaked on the day of the, the keynote. Um, it does, it's got nested folders. It, it, it kind of it's, supports... It's like a finder. It is fine. It supports tags. So again, you can tag content across different apps and it'll yeah. pull it together in one place. Um, it supports iCloud, Dropbox, OneDrive, whatever. So I'm sure you're going to see a lot of cloud services yeah. and a lot of apps adopting support and, for files. And for, for, for again, for the change in concept, it feels a bit dirty in one respect to have these file managers, <laughs> which is the whole point. I mean, we, we've been told for the last 10 years that file managers are the thing of the past and it's all going to be around search and just knowing what you want. Um, but it's never happened. And actually, there's been so many occasions when it would just be nice to have a file manager to drag a file from one place to another. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's a concession and I don't think it's a bad one. And who? let's see how that goes. But it's an interesting change of direction. I, I like the um, the new keyboard concept where you could flick on keys. So where you have to change keyboards to get uh, symbols and stuff. Now they've they've put a gesture on the key so that you can actually just slide your finger down and actually that will show the symbol that's that's a, that, you know that you you require. It's great. And I um, think the other thing to bear in mind about files is you don't need to use it. So I think so. I agree with the complexity around gestures. I think that's a challenge for them and how to split screen and yeah. do things. It's something like files. See if you're, you know, like my mom, she would never use files. No. She won't. She won't, and, and and it'll make no difference to her. And and for others, I think that'll be a real power user type thing. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, it just unlocks that extra bit of power. Yeah. Um. Yeah. With the pencil, they've added um, uh, markup to a lot of things, so you could mark up PDFs, take so screenshots. So when you take a screenshot, in. instead of just taking a screenshot and saving the photos, it basically drops into this markup tool, yeah. and you can, you know, you can quickly mark it up. You've got a little loop tool on it as well. You can create a PDF from it, so you can quickly jump, yeah. change this, blah blah blah, and then you know, send it away. But looked really smart. Notes. So I'm so glad I moved. Evernote was screwing around, so I moved to Notes last mm-hmm. year. Um, and I think Evernote have kind of done a bit, but I, I have seen people saying, oh, they've rebooted, you know, they've went back to it being really simple, taking all the clutter away, but I'm, I'm finding notes. And now you can do inline drawing, it'll read handwriting, it's got a scanner built in, so all the things that, that are added to it. And also if your iPad's locked and you've got a pencil, just tap the, the tap the lock screen, it'll take you straight into a note, because it's assuming you just want to create a quick note. 
sort of the scanner was very impressive as well it took a a document sitting on a table and uh, and just effectively it was at kind of a, i don't know let's say a 30 degree angle on the table and it you just took a picture of this document with the the, the camera and it it pinged it up and it just looked like a, a scanned copy of it it re, it kind of it corrected all the distortion it corrected the color balance uh, it corrected all the things and it could read the actual text itself so therefore it was also searchable it was for just a quick you know throwaway thing and i i'm sure it's just because i'm not really used to seeing i haven't you know i'm not in that arena at the moment i don't really do anything like that but just to see how these things happen so quickly and efficiently now and, and the amount of effort that goes into that it's, i was quite impressed no, I know. I just wish there was one for my face to take away all my distortions. Just... <laughs> that's what, that's what um, Snapchat is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that is. It's only your youth, youth user. App get, get some filters. <laughs> um, yeah, so end of month, you're going to be able to uh, sign up for that as beta. Um, and then win to, uh, that's for developers, I think, isn't it? And then win developers, to... developers can do it now. There's betas at the end of the month. See, yeah. And um, and fall, the traditional Winter fall. for everyone else. September. Yeah. September. Yeah, and then we had the the one more thing. One uh, last thing. He said one last okay. thing, and people were like, ah, you cock. Yeah. Say one more thing and get over yourself, Tim. <laughs> Well, uh, this was that was just how... me. That's what I I sat here and I was like, just say one more thing. He's dead. He didn't We're want not to. Gonna hold it against you. He didn't want to. Uh, HomePod <laughs> was this, and basically, long and short, this is uh, Apple's answer to Alexa and Google Home, um, uh, with a real focus around uh, audio fidelity, basically. So this thing they're selling as this all singing, all dancing speaker and music system that also does the home control type stuff. Um, and then they had what surely has to be the most pointless and ridiculous demo, uh, even for people in the hall, let alone the people watching from home, where they told you and showed you audio <laughs> uh, of how their speakers were going to fill, you know, fill your room with rich sound. And I'm sure even the people in the hall were like, well, what's the point of showing me on a massive you know industrial sound system in a hall what you're trying to do with this tiny speaker in my lounge i'm not impressed at all i wasn't impressed by that the demo i i understood the direction i just thought that was complete pointless whiffle waffle that nonsense um it looks nice but it's again you know it's apple it's expensive to buy what will be when they actually they're just hinting at it really at the moment they're not saying this is available i think again at the end of the year is it december there you go so out, out in december so again I've seen more of that from Apple where they will, you know, so that's that that and the iPad, not the iPad, the iMac Pro, you know, out, out in December. Um, and, and you've pretty much covered it. They'd certainly, the, the takeaways from people that have went and listened to it, you know, whether it's the tech journalist or more for like what hi-fi are that um, it, it sounds great. It sounds quite boomy, bassy. Um, but 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 generally they felt compared, you know, compared to like Sonos 3, which is kind of mid-range Sonos, it sounded better. And obviously, an echo. The echo is never not designed you know. for that. Which again, you can kind of see the short why the you know that is a shortcoming of the speak of it's it's not it's it's okay in the um, in the device, but it's just not brilliant. But then you can see why because you know that's a hundred dollars as compared compared to three hundred and fifty dollars. You know that's it's, that's the kind of difference we're talking about. I mean, what you will have is loads of people talking now around all these technical jargon names that Apple rolled out about this speaker. And I'm, I know this will be popular, a popular sale. And the fact that it will, you can, you know, it will work together well and that they will combine and the sound will probably be rich and people will be buying two or three of these for their house. That's the, that's the long and short of it. Yeah. 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 And it is smart, you know, so it's got, well, smart. It's got silly. Um, <laughs> I, I need I need to stop. It's just silly. Always lets me down. I, I can't I can't not ding it. Um, but the, certainly there was other people saying that in the review, in the, the they had it in like a kind of home room type setup, you know, backstage. And even though it was loud, they were then saying, you know, like you know, hey, what's your name? You know, go and do this, and it was picking it up. So it's yeah. got, you know, I think you said so. It's got like these seven or eight tweeters. It's got a four inch woofer, but it's seemingly like got six mics. You know, so it's got a lot of tech all packed in there. And I have and, to say, um, the the Echo Dot that's in my bedroom. So um, if it is playing the radio or something like that, it, it does. I have to be quite assertive to get it to listen to me. So uh, that is a shortcoming of the Dot. But again, the Dot's only fifty dollars. Exactly. You know. And I and I need to do the same with it. So with the echo when it's sitting there, if there's something like the TV's on and I want it to do something, I have to um, either mute 
or exactly you have to announce it i mean it, sometimes it works really well but it, it it does struggle if there's clashing voices for sure yeah and, my, and i've placed it right next to my telly so the noise the sound yeah. is right next to it. i'm mm -hmm. competing from you know two and a half meters away so it's yeah yeah so there you go that was kind of dub dub dc um really um you know you could see why they got the big hall you could see why they got lots of people it's the first time we've seen some real products coming for a while uh seen some not innovation but at least apple catching up with some of their competitors uh, and and adding their little apple touches which is which will ultimately make them successful in this speaker is is going to be nothing but a success there will be plenty of people willing to go and spend their money on that um so yeah i i thought i thought a good event um you know and and certainly better than the last few yes i think they covered a lot there was lots to get excited about um, when they said there were six big things, and the first, the, one of the first big things was like Amazon Prime. I was <laughs> yeah. like, right, that's not a big thing. Yeah. Um, and I still think there'll be like a 4K Apple TV come September. You know, so, I still because yeah, they kept saying there'll be yeah. more this later this year, and they've launched their first you know TV show with that yeah. Planet of the Apps, which I've not. Yeah, watched, yeah they, but... they almost made that perfectly clear. They did. Yeah, there's yeah. more. They said loads more coming later in the year. So yeah, yeah why not? Um, but I, I thought the hardware improvements on like iMac and the MacBooks were welcome. I yep. thought that I thought the iPad Pro looks awesome. They've kind of um, they know where that market is now. That, that you know they, they still want to keep it the iPad format. They just want to give it the power to go and do and stuff. I, th I think the iPad specifics around iOS 11 were yep. just like ah, oh, it makes the box. It, it really releases some of that iPad. Yes. Whereas it felt constrained by the phone before. Now it's really adapting to its own thing it's its own thing now rather than just a bigger phone so i will confess now mm -hmm. what have you ordered that my apple dollars became unlocked this week and on an imac so on uh, on monday i ordered a ipad pro okay uh, because my ipad's three and a half years old it was feeling you don't have sluggish. to justify it, it's fine no no i'm done <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do, <laughs> and um, and uh, and and I really want to get into the pencil and keyboard, yeah. and that's going to replace not only the iPad but the MacBook Air that I still use. Mm -hmm. So it's just uh, that's 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 where I want to be. I just there's a, there's a whole other things that I'm really interested in getting into and kind of force not force myself, but yeah, I think, I think seeing whether it's possible. Yeah, and um, yeah, iMac. Um, yeah, I ordered one last night. So, okay. <laughs> He says very quickly because if yeah. I say it quickly, it doesn't feel as expensive. Yeah, because <laughs> the problem is when you spec those things up, they start like a good headline number, and then they quickly escalate when you, when you actually get the one you want. They, so, they, they quickly escalate. Yeah, okay. But the thing is, you you know it's going to be good for the next five years. So, so my iMac six years old, six yeah. years exactly, exactly I've got out of this. Yeah. Um, so, I, and the good thing is, I didn't do the Apple tech. The memory is at first; it looked like it was not upgradable as by yourself, but it was kind of hidden away that yes, it was. It was I iMac Pros you couldn't upgrade, and yeah. lots of people were saying iMacs you can't upgrade. Disgrace! Mm -hmm. um, and as soon as I saw that, it was like I'll stick to eight gig, and yeah. I've ordered I've ordered bizarrely thirty two gig of RAM from America because it launched yesterday, and and it was going to take a week and a half to get here, like the iMac is, but it's mm -hmm. coming tomorrow. Wow! So um, yeah, flipping it. Yeah, so I, I can order things from like Manchester and it'll take three days. <laughs> but this is this is this is going to be here tomorrow. Amazing. Uh, well, yeah, good. And I'm I'm really keen to see what you think of the new screens and you know the stuff. So like I so confession to I have no apart from obviously the 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 iPad I've got and the iPhone are Retina devices, but none of my none of my Macs are Retina. No, well, no. and. And 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 it's like oh I just oh, oh, can't wait. Oh, yeah. So I, I I've I've been mentioning I've been working on a a, a Mac screen here an iMac screen but it's got broken backlighting and all sorts going on so it's, I'm pretty terrible. So some point I'll have a, an upgrade but right now I don't have any money for the things like that. Um, so good WWDC. It was nice to see them moving along. I liked the idea of the Mac Pro. I think it's a much better direction. I like the new iMacs, and I think the, the... Would you spend that much money on... Uh, so, so for me, when I saw the iMac Pro, I thought, that is a gorgeous-looking machine. It's really powerful, but I can't justify it. But no, you, I, I don't think... But you are in a bit more of that space. Or Maybe. That I, I like to have the power there, but then I think uh, a top-of-the-range iMac is equally uh, easily enough. Up, especially now with the separate graphics cards, it's going to be up to the what I need for something like this. So no, but then, uh, you know... My mind always plays and oh, what's what it would be like to have the the nicer spec, you know. Yes, but I think no, a top absolutely. of the 
Oh, sorry. So what, no, I, I totally agree. One thing just popped in my head. So the one thing that they kind of touched on at the VR demos, they had the Industrial Light and Magic guy on, they did the Vive headset on. So obviously, and I don't know if it's deliberate, because remember Oculus guy was like, see when Max the Power phone off, then we'll support them. And whether in the background, because they'd already said Vive, we're working with you. Because because these things don't just appear, they don't just no. phone up two weeks before a keynote and say, by the way, we're doing all this hardware development. So clearly that had been in the works for a while and Oculus aren't daft. So that, that all feels quite stage managed. Mm. Um, but they'd vibe and they were showing you, a, a div- and they, they were very careful around, you can develop in a VR. They never actually said you can play, although they said Steam VR's coming. They yeah, very non-committal I, I, in that. Sure, very carefully worded. You're you're right, and I did think that at the time that there wasn't, you know, it's a, they didn't like show you anything or even mock up them using it. It was very much a you can develop, and there you can develop things in VR. Doesn't say yeah, you could use it, but I, I think that maybe they're just just checking that they don't want to oversell something. I guess uh, no, absolutely. But one of the things that was 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 in the backstage area was MacBook Pros and an Apple developed. In partnership with somebody else, um, external GPU box, which again has got the big card that the iMacs have got mm-hmm. uh, inside a massive case and it acts as a big hub and there's a lots of cooling on it. Um, but and you can buy that from Apple, so you can go to the developer.apple pages for I think it was about six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they also give you a hundred dollars off a Vive headset. Right. Okay. So and they've now got a they've now got a um, a vice president of AR and VR. So clearly, that's that again. That just wasn't all happened last, you know, over the last week. Right. That's been in play, and they've just showed their hand this week and says, "Right, we're here." Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so good one. Um, we got uh, E three next, isn't it? E three starts Sunday night, basically. So Microsoft's big rollout, and again, they've dropped lots of teaser hints this week, lots of cryptic clues. Well, we should uh, be in for a good E three with Microsoft's big announcement for Scorpio, absolutely. whatever it's going to be called, and stuff. So. Absolutely. So the, the the thing they've almost basically, you know, have said, yeah, it's 4K. Um, yeah, we've hit this six teraflops. Oh, and and yes, this the, the new robot that's coming is under four hundred dollars. So, uh, I'm I I think this week's a biggie because um, Sony aren't just going to just quietly kind of you know yeah okay no no of course no. not yeah so so yeah looking looking forward to looking forward to it. and and just one more thing. Mm-hmm. Wipeout came out yesterday. Ah, and how are you finding Wipeout, it? Wipeout, I've only played half an hour, but oh, feck me, that is <laughs> that is super. Honestly, it's, it's reviewed Great. really well, so it's not just me. It's not just me. As You're not a, just, yeah, roast-tinted. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's, graphically, it is amazing. Because not, they're not just like taking graphics and made it like, you know, it's the same graphics. They've redone everything. Uh, look, it sounded awesome, played awesome, looked awesome. It's got multiplayer baked in. It's thirty quid. Just go and buy the damn thing. It is. It always amazed me that as a as a title, it never was. You know, there wasn't really anything in PlayStation Three, and it wasn't like one of the early sellers in PlayStation Four. It just felt such an untapped potential. And maybe because it is hard, maybe it doesn't sell. I don't know, but oh, love it, love it. It was certainly it. big at uni or even before uni, wasn't it? So there you. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was just at the tail end of uni for me, whereas for you, it's probably the start of uni. Yeah. As soon as right. you're a pup. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't feel like that anymore. So, okay, that's like that. that is the end of this. But as you know, as you've heard, at the end of this week, but we've got some more big news next week. So tune in. I guess it's going to be around Friday, Saturday time. This that will the new podcast will come out, something like that. So. If you want to find out more about us in the meantime, digitaloutbox.com, info at digitaloutbox.com or Twitter, Digital Outbox. I'm on Twitter, Cheesy UK, and my racing blog is academyracer.co.uk. Ian, where do we find you? My blog is iand.net. I'm on Twitter as Sweeper. Lovely. Thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.